So what does it look like when the dream has been let go? What does it feel like? It feels like forgiveness. It feels like a deep, fundamental forgiveness. But it's not like forgiving an enemy. It's more forgiveness of oneself for one's projections and expectations laid upon the world in reality. Forgiveness of one's insistence on having one's way. So then this is just truly allowed to be what it is without any need from it, any attachment to it, any search for something within it to satisfy an illusory self. This is just set free. It's off the hook. Awakening from the dream feels like the end of hope and expectation. That this should appear a certain way. There's no more attachment to the appearance. The form that this moment takes. So there's no more judgment. This feels like a deep inner peace. Not because any requirements have been met for this peace. See, if you're trying to seek peace in circumstances, you'll never get it.
circumstance, no set of circumstances has the power to give you peace and satisfaction. Like that deep, to fill that deep existential longing that you need, no set of circumstances in the appearance is going to give you that. The deep satisfaction comes from letting it be what it is. Without judging it, without expecting anything from it, without this sort of handout, cup empty mentality. That the seeker has. It's going around with its cup, trying to fill itself up with love, essentially. Trying to fill itself up with burgers and wheat. I keep saying burgers. <laughs> and money and attention and fame. And it's like this, this empty cup. But what the individual doesn't realize is that there's a hole at the bottom of the cup. So no matter how much you pour into it, it's all going to leak out the other end. And the solution then is to just discard the cup. Stop needing reality to be a certain way for you. Stop imposing certain expectations on it. Does this mean that you will stop acting in the world? Clearly not. The human being, the body will do what it does to survive. On the surface, you will appear like everyone else if you awaken from this dream of individuality. You will do much the same things you've always done. There just won't be any need behind it. Any neediness. There's not this impoverished entity trying to get satisfaction out of anything it experiences. The experience is just allowed to be what it is. If there's a cold, if a human being has a cold, it just has a cold. You know, and 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 so there there might be a there might be a reaching for the medicine cabinet and and all of that, but there's no attachment that this must go away. I can't be happy until this goes away, until this feeling goes away, of my throat is sore or or. Or I'm I'm flemmy. Like there's no there's no staking one's happiness anymore on whatever happens.
a sense of deep investment and a need for this to be a certain way, that falls away. And this can just be enjoyed as it is, appreciated for what it is. Sure, there's participation and activity and all of that on the surface, but I'm talking about deep down, existentially, there's no attachment. There's no expectation that once experience is configured in a certain way, that that will bring about the lasting, that deep, final satisfaction that the self is looking for. Not just these temporary dopamine hits, these little highs you get from playing video games, from having sex, from etc., etc. I mean... This whole entire Western culture is like an amusement park for your ego. There is an infinite number of distractions and an array of things to give you quick hits of pleasure to convince you that you are satisfied and enjoying life. And it's all of this stuff to draw your attention outwards into material, into the phenomenal space, into phenomena. Sorry, we'll, 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 I want to narrow this down with language. Our culture is filled with pleasurable and exciting phenomena. Stuff to get the senses, stuff to entice the senses. And this sort of papers over or colors over that temporarily colors over that fundamental deep existential dissatisfaction that you feel as a separate being. As long as there is that sense of being a separate self, a separate existence, it's deeply, deeply unsatisfying. And so this is why we invent the amusement park of Western culture with all of the drugs and the food, the different foods and the all of the all of the careers and the fame that you can you can acquire and all the material success and the material items and all of that stuff, all to cover over the fundamental deep unhappiness that the separate self feels. deep misery, the deep dissatisfaction that the separate self feels.
And so it gets a it gets a little hit of pleasure, but it's not final. Whatever whatever it does, whatever it pursues in the world of passing phenomena, it's never final. The satisfaction, the peace that it feels from smoking that weed or whatever it is. I'm not saying don't ever smoke weed, don't ever do this or that. Because I can't control you anyway. So it doesn't matter. (laughs) We're just illuminating the fact that nothing that happens in the field of phenomenal experience is satisfying. The only thing that can really satisfy is invisible. It's not any phenomena. It is rather the space in which that phenomena occurs. That's where your satisfaction lies. That's your deep home. That which is not changing with the passing forms. That's the only place to find satisfaction. It can't be, you cannot lay up your treasures where moth and dust will corrupt them. That's in that big dumb holy book that most people overlook called the Bible. From that shiny, bloody guy who hung on the cross. He's the one who said that. Do not lay up your treasures where moth and dust will corrupt them. Thousands of years ago, the world is unsatisfying. Nothing that happens in the world of experiences is going to satisfy you. And this doesn't mean you hate the world. You just forgive it. You forgive it for thinking it had the power to give you happiness and love. You stop looking for love in other people. You stop looking for love in experiences, in drugs, in in all of that. And you just start becoming that. You start realizing that that was actually your identity. That's who you are, is that love that you're looking for. And this is why you could never be satisfied with anything that the world gives you. Because what you were really looking for was yourself. This is all about yourself. The journey towards remembering yourself. Not as an object in the world. But as that space. That ineffable unspeakable, invisible space in which all of those objects appear and eventually disappear. And so, while the body lasts, yeah, it's great, there's a body here. It has needs, it's going to participate in whatever culture it's in, that's fine, but there's no fundamental thinking, there's no more um, there's no more belief that anything done to the body will be satisfying anymore. There's no identity there. That if I just make the body happy, if I just make the body famous, if I just make the body have sex, if I just make the body taste good food, that that will make me happy, that will satisfy me, my fundamental longing for love. There's no more, there's no more of that illusion anymore, that that's going to happen. 
That's what it's like when you're not in the dream anymore. The dream of believing in form, in believing in objects, in investing your identity in them. If I just make the body rich, <laughs> that'll be it. I'll be if I just make the body successful and famous, that'll be it. No. Nothing you do to these bodies is going to make you satisfied. Because the body is not who you are. The body is a communication device. It's a tool. It's like literally a pair of VR goggles. It is the pair of VR goggles you use to see this imaginary world of form. Which seems so real while you have the goggles on. But it's fundamentally ephemeral and fleeting. And nothing, nothing in it has the power to satisfy you. Nothing. Which is fine, because n no, there's n there's no need for anything in this phenomenal world to satisfy you. You are already complete. You are already fulfilled. By being this in invisible, ineffable, all accepting all pervasive space into which all of these phenomenal appearances arise and disappear that's the satisfaction is being completely unblemished by anything that happens in the world of phenomena in the world of appearances nothing blemishes you nothing affects the state of your reality All of a sudden, everything shines with a new light on it. When it's not being veiled by this needy perception, suddenly everything about the world is beautiful and satisfying. Because it's, it's a complete expression in itself. A doorknob is just as beautiful as the most gorgeous piece of art you've ever seen. Because there's no self in there interpreting it as a doorknob. It's just seen as this beautiful mystery. This spontaneous explosion of reality. It's seen for what it is. As this immediate 
magic trick. A causal, timeless. See, if you ask our, our scientists, you know, the people who are supposed to understand the world, have a solid grasp and understanding of what's going on in reality, where all of this came from, what will they say? The same thing I'll tell you here. Nothing. And then if you ask the quantum physicists, who are supposed to be like the, the high priests of, the, of science, they'll say, well, what is it made of now? Nothing. This whole world is an illusion. Oh, well, before everything, there was nothing, and nothing just sort of kind of exploded one day, and then now we just have a whole universe out of it. Yeah, that's, that's basically what the Hindus and the Buddhists have been saying forever. This is nothing. The whole world is nothing. It's empty. There's appearances of, there's appearances of plenty of stuff going on. And if you get sucked into it, those appearances seem real. You get invested in it, it seems like you can get something out of it. You establish an identity within the world of appearances, and then the whole world now seems to be real and solid. But sit down, have a conversation with someone truly versed in quantum mechanics. Study the works of the people who developed that field of science and study. The world is ephemeral. The world is unreal. The world is fundamentally empty. There's no particles. There's no matter. There's no objects. It's an illusion. It's a void. But it's a colorful void. It's a light show. Ta-da! Look at all this stuff that seems to be happening. And so when this... When, when you stop investing in this as real, stop believing that this is a real material world, and stop placing so much identity and investment in it, this is just allowed to be perfectly beautiful and harmless. It's not a scary place. It's not a, it's not a cruel or a harsh place. It's just, it's like a dream. Oh, there has to be real stuff here. It has to have a purpose. My life has to have a purpose. It has to be going somewhere. It has to amount to something. Something solid. Something I need to cling on to, right? 
There's nothing solid. There's no solidity anywhere. This is empty. And so nothing in this empty void has the power to give you love. The love that you feel you're missing. The love that you're searching for at the end of that joint. The love that you're searching for in the relationship with another human being. The love that you're searching for any in anything. In food. In entertainment. In a novel. In anything. If you keep trying to search for love there. If you keep trying to search for your identity and yourself in anything any form it'll always be on it'll always fall short satisfied for a little while and then it's unsatisfied love that you think you'll get through that next paycheck the next couple hundred paychecks haven't you noticed that that the richest people in the world aren't rich enough they're constantly finding ways to cheat their taxes and and try to squeeze every little bit of money they can out of their employees and it's all because it's unsatisfying Nothing in the world is satisfying. Nothing in the world has the power to bring satisfaction and love to you. Love is what you are. And so you're looking for yourself in the world. Fundamentally. But you can't find it. You can't find yourself in any particular form. so forgiving the world is is really forgiving your expectations on it that it had to give you something for you to feel good that the world owed you some kind of fame or love or money or anything like that possessions a certain lifestyle a certain standard of living it's, it's not forgiving the world because the world isn't, it's innocent. It's you with all of your ego expectations and wants and hopes for what the world can be and should be for you. That's what you forgive. It's forgiving yourself. And all spirituality is this practice of forgiveness. Forgiving yourself for all of the mistaken perceptions you held about the world. That it had the power to satisfy you. You forgive that and then all of a sudden you are intrinsically satisfied. All of a sudden, you're overflowing with love and joy because you realize that you can't get it from anywhere, but that desire for love is coming from somewhere. It's coming from love itself. Love is desiring greater and greater expressions of itself. And so when it, when it realizes it's not going to get it from any form, 
it just simply is that. And this isn't like a conditional love like the human being loves another person. This isn't like that conditional love where I'm I'm happy all the time. Sadness can still come up, but in that is love. It's a love beyond any emotional state that the human being can experience. Because it's a fundamental forgiveness. You forgive the human being. Oh, you're sad because you were depressed and greedy and you thought the world owed you something. And that's okay. That's just a, that's just a misunderstanding. And so you can forgive even your most miserable, wretched thoughts and love them because you're no longer attached to thinking that you ought to be a certain way or the world ought to be a certain way for you. You just simply accept it. That's the forgiveness. And it's all about forgiving yourself. Anyway, this is what's on the other side of your illumination. Our illumination. This freedom, this peace, this deep love of life, that's what's waiting for you once you are willing to forgive every mistaken perception you had about life and about the world. What awaits you on is, is a fantastical, immeasurable love of self. There's no point in even saying of self at that point. It just becomes love. Because there is nothing to love but yourself. The world is unreal. It's only you here. The one who's speaking is the same one who hears it. The one who's listening. That's what, that's what love is. Beyond any ephemeral form any object any appearance underneath that is the love that you seek alrighty I think that's it for now goodbye <laughs>